Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study, and my name is LaCharles. But before we begin, let us open up and pray. Lord, we just thank you for all the various opportunities that you have placed inside of our lives, Lord. We just thank you for the joy and the gladness that you have put inside of our lives, Lord, that it's a pleasure to serve you, and Lord, and to live for you, Lord, and it's not a burden. And Lord, we also just thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord, and that he is with us always, Lord, and that he's always guiding us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we dive into the book of Hebrews and continue our discussion with chapter 2, covering verses 1 through 4 again. So if you're joining us for the first time or you're rejoining us, I'd like to encourage you to pause the episode at this time and read that section of scripture just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen. 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 All right. And at this time, we're going to open the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, LaCharles. Um, we left off in the last episode talking about how we are obligated to listen to the Lord and that we are going to be held accountable for it and inside the final judgment. But we also, that was verse 3 that we were talking about. But when we get down to verse 4, it said, God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Um, but what we see here is that he's not talking, um, Paul, the Holy Spirit through Paul is not, referring to that we're only accountable for the things that we see backed by miracles as humans that's what we want to believe that if there's no concrete proof or what we consider proof then it's no longer real Mm -hmm. and we see that in various places inside of the um old new testament one example being inside of the gospels where they didn't believe jesus because they asked for a sign and it looked like he wasn't doing any though they neglected all the signs he had done beforehand he just didn't do it when they asked for him to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we also see here is that what he's getting at is um, when the Lord speaks to us, there's always things that can confirm it, meaning that he first talks to us. Um, that's the primary, that he will talk to you and confirm it that way. But then he also does various things to let you know that you're inside the right path and on the right track. One example being inside of Dave, inside of the life of David when he gave him the covenant and confirm that David was on the right path of what the Lord wanted for him to do when he gave him the kingdom as well. It was confirmation to David. It wasn't the reason he believed God. It was just a sign that his trust was already where it needed to be and that he didn't need to, um, I say, work something out, meaning that he didn't need to put his trust. How I'm going to phrase this is that he didn't need to start doing something new. I mean, he didn't now need to suddenly put his trust in there inside the Lord. It was already there with him. I, I like how you, the way you articulated oh, yeah. it, saying confirmation that he was on the right track with the Lord and that God was pleased with him. Um, and, you know, keep the 
keep that in the forefront of our minds as well, that we have to maintain the course. So at the moment when the Lord spoke to him, and he was also preaching the gospel to him in that, because he was really and truly talking about the Messiah sitting on the throne. And he was talking, God was, of course, talking in a on a natural plane, but more so um, he was talking about the spiritual plane, that the mission that God is all working, the, the plan that God is working. Um, but it was a confirmation to him. And, and unfortunately, David swayed from that track for a bit and had to come back. But, you know, um, for us, it's important that we heed, initially heed the word of the Lord. And then we continue to heed the word of the Lord and, of course, stay the course with the Father, realizing that there is a, a good reward <laughs> to that continuity with him or the continuing with the Lord. Do you In the same... Oh. Go ahead, Lashaz. I'm sorry. In the same thought you're talking about, Mommy, we also see that as um, you mentioned something that we covered inside of the... inside of previous episodes inside of chapter one, where we see that um, one of the examples that he gave was like, directly from Second Samuel when he was giving the covenant and how when we also think about this, um, what we consider miracles and what the Lord consider miracles are two different things. Um, for I know for myself, when something happens in just the right way that I imagined it, I'll consider that a miracle. But the Lord's not impressed by that. When his work goes out and accomplishes what he wants it to do, he doesn't consider it a miracle. It's just a daily business, the, what it's supposed to be doing. And that's something that we also have to be consider. The Lord should not think that us doing what he tells us is a miracle. It's a oddball chance that we will finally do and act in the manner that he tells us to act. But that should become the place where that's what the Lord's expecting. And that's his standard for us. And we see that throughout all the Old Testament. What Isaiah once Isaiah showed the ability to go and do as the Lord told him to do. It was just the expectation that he was going to speak as the Lord told him to speak. It wasn't the Lord clapping his hands and saying another miracle has worked today. That's not what happened. But as humans, that's how some, unfortunately, that's how most of us are placed in the category. When the Lord is astonished, he has to stand up. Man, he's finally doing what I told him to do. <laughs> <laughs> it causes great joy in Cyrus' heart. But that's not the way we should be. It shouldn't be the miracle and signs and wonders that we see is that the person next to us or inside the faith is finally doing what the Lord asked them to do. But these should be things that are like what Jesus did inside of his ministry. We see all the various miracles. It wasn't that suddenly Jesus was talking as the Father told him to speak. That was the miracles. All those actions that corroborated what he was already saying, which we see inside the ending of, um, I believe it's Matthew, when he says, all these things will follow those who believe they will do. Um, they'll drink any deadly thing. It will not harm them. They'll tread on serpents. Mm -hmm. Signs and wonders will follow them. This is my paraphrase of an that was what was following what they were saying and what they were doing in their actions. It was not what was causing them to act, which is a very key difference. Layla. Something the Lord showed me, and Charles, you, you started to touch on this in verse 4, talking about the signs and wonders. But there's a key clause there that we love to skip over. According to his own will which means it's of his own, uh, uh, he originates it, he starts it, it's because he wants to do it, not because we want him to do it, not because we think he should do it. 
And that was something, as you were mentioning the Charles about the Pharisees, they said, give us a sign. They were telling Jesus to give them a sign. And Jesus said, the only sign that you're going to see is the sign of Jonah. But that wasn't the sign that they were demanding he performed for them. But does it mean that the Lord did not confirm his word? No, he confirmed it. It just didn't look the way they wanted it to. So the Lord is always confirming his word. He's always corroborating his word because he doesn't deny himself. He doesn't violate himself. It just may not look the way we think it should. And here's a, a, a maturity aspect. Quit trying to make it look how you want it to look. Look for it how God said it was going to come. He never said that the sun was going to shine just right. You'll find a million dollars in your bank account every night. He didn't say that. I mean, he could have said that for somebody, but we'll just take me for an example. He didn't say that. So for me to demand that he perform a miracle that way is wrong. It's trying, it's manipulation. It's trying to twist his word, both written and spoken, and trying to cause the Lord to violate himself, which he'll never do. So it's important that as we walk, yes, we are held accountable. Yes, we should maintain the course and also pay attention to those tactics of the adversary to get us to take our eyes off of Jesus and instead focus on this one thing. It's got to look this one way or else it doesn't happen. Because if he can get us fixated on this one thing, we won't ever look up and see the, the, the grand, the big thing, the eternal thing that God is trying to bring about in our lives and in the lives of those around us. Man, I love that you brought that up, Layla. You know, verses two through four, uh, I really enjoy uh, for a number of reasons. One, it is the one of the longest questions ever asked. <laughs> That's just one question. That's, if you will, one sentence, right? But with uh, is a com very compound question, right? Denoting, hey, if because of these things, then you know, let's look at this and examine ourselves. And in there, he's talking about a number of different things. The first being, since these, the words spoken, and the words spoken through angels that came, right? And, and as he was saying it in Hebrews chapter 1, from the beginning, look, he the Lord communicated through various ways and various times, right? And he's, he's acknowledging that again here. He's also saying or acknowledging that we should not, because of that, we should not escape or neglect the salvation. But then he goes into why, because there's been confirmation, right? Yes. One of the confirmations was the signs. And Jesus acknowledged that to the people plainly multiple times. Right? You can look at John 10, 38, and he says, but if I'm doing them, or sorry, uh, we'll begin in verse 37. If I'm doing the works of my father, if I'm not doing the works of my father, then do not believe me. But if I am doing them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works themselves so that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Right? But it, repeatedly, he gets to that same point. Uh, John 10, 25, I already told you, Jesus replied, but you did not believe the works I do in my Father's name testify on my behalf. And then in John 14, 11, he said, believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me or at least believe on account of the works themselves. Now, we see or read throughout the Gospels. They're looking for a sign. Well, what were the signs given? And I love that you brought up Mark, or the, uh, what was written, 
the Charles and the, concerning the gospel of Mark. They're going to do these signs and wonders. They'll drink any deadly poison, hand, handle serpents and scorpions, and nothing will by any means harm them, right? And greater miracles than these they shall do, right? Yes. Now, it says very plainly that the people did not believe. and But all those signs and wonders that Jesus did, were they not also seen, many of them, even in the Old Testament? So he's saying to, to, well, the Hebrews, to the Jews of the day, and accounts to, is accountable both to, to them and to us today, right? Jew and, and Gentile alike. Those that believe are considered part of Israel. And, and by believe, I mean believe in the Lord Jesus Christ is what Paul is getting at here. You have to believe in him to actually be part of Israel. Then he's, so he's, Reminding them of, if you will, without going into all the specifics. But wasn't Elijah and Elisha used to raise the dead? Yes. So, and there is, is yes. that not also healing? Right. All pointing to things that were done. Was not Moses used to put up the, the serpent when everyone was getting bitten by poisonous serpents and dying and all this, right? Yes. But they were, all they had to do was look up and they would be healed. So we see in similar manner, Jesus came doing the same thing. And, and that's what one of the things the Lord through Paul is stating for the people in this epistle. And for us today, it still applies, right? The thing was that the people rejected the Lord, right? And we, and we that's stated plainly in John 12, 37. It says, although Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still did not believe him. Again, why? Verse 38, this was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, Lord who has believed our message or our report, hmm. and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He went to his own, right? That's what it says. Scripture says, he went hmm. to his own and his own did not believe him. His own rejected him. Hmm. So Paul is saying here, look, this happened. It shouldn't happen. And and um, he's writing, well, the Lord is writing through Paul to them, right? Saying, you can change this. You have the opportunity while there's still breath in your lungs to enter into that relationship with the Lord, to trust him, to believe him with your entire spirit, soul, and body. Enter into that relationship. Don't neglect it. And it's the same message for us today. He pointed out who he is. He, and he even confirmed it by the signs. It was the same things they had read about for through the law, the prophets and the writings. All the mighty miracles and the acts of the Lord and the deliverances and the healings and the, right? All of that was done in and through him. And he's trying to wake them up and to get them to see all this is contained within Christ, and this is how he he operated and functioned on the earth, just like he did in the days of old, or from eternity. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, what the Lord was sharing with me was when, after going down to verse 4, then we can come back up to inside of verse 1. It says, therefore, we must give the, give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. And... Uh, as humans, we tend to think that we can do without parts of the instruction of the Lord. 
we think that we can fill it in later and that we can add our own spin to it and fill and patch it up as best as we can but we also have to understand that what is truly going on here is that we have to have everything that the lord tells us and as he commands us it doesn't work if you have one word out of five mm-hmm. or maybe three words out of five because mm-hmm. the sentence can be totally different depending on those words mm-hmm. but as humans we just want to we want the lord to begin the sentence then we'll fill it and say shh, shh lord i got the idea mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's sadly how most of us live inside of our lives but also we have to as you're mentioning that that this was a question he's talking about if we're too busy listening to all these things and we do not heed earnestly the thing that actually has the greater significance inside of your inside of the earth inside of our lives whether we realize it or not how do you think you're going to survive i mean how do you think you're going to be able to stand firm in the time like we see inside of matthew with the seeds in the ground one received it with joy but they were unable to remain as Mm -hmm. soon as the sun came they fainted and they withered and turned brown that's Mm -hmm. that's how it worked (laughs) but as long as we're too busy and also this goes back to the fact that we're as humans we want to cut off what the lord speaks to us directly in exchange for just reading the bible that's not good enough i mean that jesus didn't say i read my bible that's good enough what the lord said in the bible that's what i do he said as i hear meaning that there was an act of speaking to Jesus in the moment. Mm-hmm. He didn't say, when I had the scrolls in my hand, I do what it says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's not how he lived his life. But that's as humans, that's how we want to do it. We don't want to listen to the Lord for ourselves because it won't line up with what we want. And mm-hmm. we just want to take parts of the so, Bible. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask this. How did Jesus live his life? By listening to what the Lord said, both spokenly to him. Okay. through his holy spirit and what he wrote inside the bible because they're consistent throughout that he is the word right the, yes the word became flesh and dwelt among us right okay so he, he did exactly that he said what the father said he did what the father did mm-hmm. and then it says i love this verse four right god bearing witness both with signs wonders with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. So he's talking again, now mentioning the broader perspective of the Lord's will. I'll be your God and you'll be my people, or I'm your heavenly father and you're my you're my children, my or your sons and daughters of the most high God, right? Is what's required. And if you if that is the case, then you will do what he says. But he's also saying in this, Paul is asking in this question, you believe all these things from all these other people, the law and the prophets, the signs, the wonders, the miracles, all this stuff. You believe that they had the Holy Spirit that came upon them to do all that. Well, the Lord is saying, or what the Lord is saying through Paul here, he's saying, look at Jesus. He did all those same things in even greater measure. He's superior to everything that you've read about from people, from natural people. It was all contained within him. He is God. So he's also, in this question, causing people to examine themselves and asking at the core of it. He doesn't state this directly, right? But this is what he's alluding to in this. Why won't you believe in Jesus, who is literally the physical embodiment and demonstration of everything you have read about in the law, the prophets, and the writings? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and I was just going to touch back really quickly to what LaCharles said about um, sometimes we only want to take part of the word or, you know, part of the way that the Lord likes to guide and lead, but, or we don't want to ask him. And, and there's a, an additional reason. Sometimes it feels like it takes too much effort mm. to stop and ask the Lord. It's too hard to hear from the Lord. Um, well, if you take the opportunity and train your t- and attune your ears to hear his voice, it doesn't take a long time, which is why Jesus was led moment by moment. And he had no problem asking and always staying in communion and fellowship with Holy Spirit so he could hear. He, he could never not hear. He could always hear the word and, and the, the word of the Lord and what the Lord Holy Spirit was guiding. Amen. Well, we're going to stop there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord. And we thank you for your word, God, that it doesn't fail, that it always accomplishes all that it's intended to accomplish, Lord. Open. We ask that you open our eyes, Lord, so we can see you and your plan, Lord, that we understand what it is that you're trying to say to your people, Lord, and trying to do for them, Lord, so that we can get in alignment and we can support your efforts, Lord, that we can join in and partake in the plan that you have. Lord, we thank you for our partners and our listeners, and we ask that you'll bless them on their way, Lord. Let their day be filled with peace, Lord, and love and joy, Lord. May they experience all your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.